With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Let's have a look at today's lineup. There's a strong Dunn Stores influence from top to bottom. Starting with selected boxes of bottled beer and cider like Heineken and Boomers from just 18 euros, 72 cent. Half price Pringles are a very welcome inclusion indeed. 10 or 50 grocery vouchers doing their bit at the till as usual. All that's left to do now is enjoy the football. Dumb stores. Always better value. Terms and conditions apply. Voucher can be used on next grocery shop of 50 euro or more. Voucher excludes alcohol. Please drink sensibly. Life's full of things we can't depend on. Like the Irish weather. Predictably unpredictable. When you're cutting it fine, but the tractor in front is out for the day. No winner of this week's you-know-what. So much for lucky seven. But some things you can depend on. Like in home heating. Emo, Jones Oil and Campus Oil are now Certa. Delivering the same warmth to your home now and into the future. For home heating you can depend on, see certaireland.ie. Monsters is a podcast about the worst human beings on the planet. Listener discretion is advised. When a teenage girl ran into a vacuum cleaner shop in nothing but her underwear, it was obvious to the staff that something was wrong. The police were called and Kate Moyer told them that she had been abducted at knife point by a couple taken back to their house and raped. The police were skeptical at first, but when she gave them the address and the details were confirmed, the police knew they had a couple of monsters on their hands. This is Monsters. David and Catherine Burney met when they were neighbors at a young age. By the time they were in their late teens, they were committing crimes together and got caught frequently. They were charged with breaking and entering and theft in 1969, and David was sentenced to nine months in jail. The same year, more theft charges were added, and David had three years added to his sentence. Catherine was given probation. A year into his sentence, David broke out of prison and reunited with Catherine. He was only free for a month before they were arrested for breaking and entering, theft, receiving stolen goods, unlawfully being on premises, and unlawful operation of a motor vehicle. Police found clothing, wigs, food, and books in their possession. But it was the 100 sticks of gelignite with detonators that really worried the authorities. David was sentenced to two and a half years in prison, and Catherine was sentenced to six months. Once Catherine was released from prison, she found a job as a live-in housekeeper for a wealthy family. 
She became pregnant by one of the family's sons, Donald McLaughlin, and they married in 1972. They would go on to have seven children together, though one was hit and killed by a car when he was just an infant. When David was released from prison, he too married and had a child of his own, but it wasn't long before he and Catherine were having an affair. It seemed that they just weren't able to stay away from each other. By 1985, David had left his wife, and Catherine decided to move in with him at a house on Morehouse Street. She called her husband and told him she would not be coming home to him and their six children. Though they never married, Catherine had her last name legally changed to Bernie. David was known to be a sex addict with an extremely high libido. His brother, James, stayed with the Bernies after he was released from prison. He told a reporter that David wanted sex up to six times a day, and that he had even tried to have sex with him during a short time when him and Catherine were broken up. He said that it seemed like their sex life had become boring to them, and David convinced Catherine that she would enjoy watching him penetrate another woman. Their first victim was 22-year-old Mary Nielsen. Mary worked at a deli next to the spare parts yard where David worked. He told her he could sell her some cheap tires and invited her to his house. When she arrived, she was pulled into the house, gagged, and chained to the bed. She was raped repeatedly by David while Catherine watched. Later that night, the couple drove Mary to Glen Eagle National Park, where David raped her again before strangling her with a nylon rope. He also stabbed her before burying her in a shallow grave. Two weeks later, David and Catherine picked up a 15-year-old hitchhiker named Susanna Candy. Susanna was on her way home from her part-time job and undoubtedly felt comfortable getting in a car with a couple in their 30s. That couple took her back to their house, chained her to the bed, and raped her for several days. This was the first victim where Catherine got involved in the sex which greatly turned on David. The Bernies made her write a letter to her family that said she was okay and just needed some time away. Once David got tired of her, he wrapped the nylon rope around her neck, but she was able to fight him off. The couple forced her to swallow sleeping pills, and when she was asleep, David handed the rope to Catherine and said, quote, Prove your love to me, end quote. She did just that by strangling the young girl to death. Then they drove out to Glen Eagle Park and buried the body near Mary Nielsen. After another two weeks, the Bernies came across a woman stranded on the side of the highway. Nolene Patterson had run out of fuel on her way home from work, and the Bernies were happy to offer their assistance. Nolene had no reason to not accept their help, as she actually knew the couple who had helped her with a home improvement project a few weeks prior. Once in the car, she was held at knife point and tied up. Once back at their house, their plan was to rape her and then dispose of her that night, but David decided he wanted to keep her for longer. Catherine knew that David liked Nolene and felt like he was developing feelings for her, and this made her jealous. She told David that if he didn't kill Nolene, she would kill her herself. He immediately forced sleeping pills down the woman's throat and strangled her after she fell asleep. They took the body out to Glen Eagle National Park, but this time the burial was personal. Once the body was in the ground, Catherine made it a point to throw dirt directly on the victim's face as a final insult to the woman. Just days later, the Bernies offered a ride to a woman who was waiting at a bus stop. 21-year-old Denise Brown got into the car and again the couple tied her up at knife point. 
Once back at the house on Morehouse Street, the couple forced Denise to call her family and let them know that she was okay. They then chained her to the bed and raped her for two days. When David grew tired of the young woman, she was drugged and taken to a new location. This time, they took the woman to Wanneroo Pine Plantation, where David raped her in the car while they waited for it to get dark. The couple dragged her to a secluded area where David stabbed her in the neck while raping her. That didn't kill her, so Catherine got a larger knife and David used it to stab her in the chest. Thinking the victim was dead, they started to bury her in a shallow grave when she suddenly sat up and gasped for air. David tried hitting her on the head with his shovel, and when that didn't work, he grabbed an axe and hit her twice in the head, splitting her skull wide open. With the young woman finally dead, they finished covering the body. Catherine had admitted to enjoying the sex with their victims and didn't mind strangling them, but the gruesome death of Denise Brown had caused her to have second thoughts about killing again. David clearly didn't feel the same way and was already on the hunt for another victim. Just a few days after the killing of Brown, the couple picked up 17-year-old Kate Moyer as she was hitchhiking on the highway. They actually drove her to her family home, but when she tried to get out of the car, she realized that there were no interior door handles. They tied the girl up and took her back to their house where they forced her to shower, then had her dance for them. Kate would later recall them all watching the movie Rocky and how the couple forced her to write goodbye letters to her family. Then she was raped multiple times. When David gave her some sleeping pills to take, she hid them under her tongue and pretended to take them, later spitting them into her hand and hiding them in the mattress. She was also able to use some lipstick to write her phone number on a scrap of paper to hide in the room as proof she had been there. The following morning, David made her call her parents and tell them that she had gotten drunk and stayed at a friend's house. Eventually, he left for work and when Catherine went to the door to carry out a drug deal, she failed to lock the chain on Kate. The captive girl was able to force open a window and climb out. Even though she fell onto her head, she got up and ran from house to house, trying to find help, but nobody was home. She finally saw a shop with someone working inside and ran in exclaiming, quote, Help! I've been raped! End quote. The owner of the vacuum cleaner store that Kate had just run into said she told him, quote, If a woman comes in here and says I've had a fight with her and I'm her daughter, don't believe her. I've been raped. End quote. The man in the shop took her to the police station where she wasn't believed at first, but a female officer finally stepped in and took down all of the info. The details of the assailants, the house, the goodbye letters, and the scrap of paper with her phone number on it. She provided a description of both David and Catherine Burney to a sketch artist, which produced highly accurate depictions of her attackers. When authorities went to the house at 3 Morehouse Street, they had to wait for Catherine to arrive back home. Once inside the house, they found the paper that Kate had written her phone number on, and in the VCR was a copy of Rocky. David was picked up at work, and the couple were taken to the police station for questioning. At first, David claimed that Kate and Moyer had willingly gone back to their house and they had consensual sex. After hours of getting nowhere, one of the detectives, running out of patience, said, quote, It's getting dark. Why don't you just show me where the bodies are so we can dig them up? End quote. To the detective's surprise, David said, quote, Okay, there are four of them. End quote. Once Catherine found out that David had confessed, she admitted to taking part in the killings. The couple accompanied police to the two burial sites, first to the Pine Forest where they uncovered the body of Denise Brown. 
Then they went to Glen Eagle National Park and uncovered Mary Nielsen and Susanna Candy. The final body to be located was that of Nolene Patterson, and it was clear that Catherine's hatred had not subsided. As soon as the victim was uncovered, Catherine spat in her face. In February of 1987, David and Catherine Burney both pleaded guilty and were sentenced to four counts of murder and one count each of abduction and rape. They were both sentenced to life in prison, but Catherine was given the minimum term limit that made her eligible for parole after 20 years. For the first four years of their incarceration, the couple wrote over 2,000 letters to each other. Eventually, Catherine decided that it would look better at her parole hearings if she cut ties with David. This caused the depression and eventual suicide of David Burney in 2005. He was 54 years old. Catherine's first parole eligibility was in 2007, in which she was denied. Her parole eligibility was reviewed every three years, as was the law in Western Australia, and all of them have been denied up until 2016. Kate Moyer launched a petition to end the law that allows every convicted criminal, no matter how heinous their crime, to be reviewed for parole every three years. The Western Australia Attorney General drafted a new law that would end the practice in 2017. It is unlikely that Catherine Burney will ever be released from prison. It's believed that David and Catherine Burney were responsible for the disappearance of a woman named Cheryl Renwick. The woman had complained to her daughter that a couple were stalking her before she went missing on May 25, 1986. Cheryl's daughter described seeing a woman that fit Catherine's description come to their house several times. It's also possible that a woman named Barbara Western was a victim of the Burneys. She went missing in June of 1986, and when her body was recovered, they found that her jewelry had been removed and placed beside her body. That was something that David had done with his known victims. If you're having feelings of harming yourself or someone else, or even just need someone to talk to, please contact your local mental health facility, call 911, or call Mental Health America, who operate the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. They're available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Be safe. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed it, you can help us out by leaving us a review or rating on whatever podcast app you listen through. You can also subscribe to the show to ensure you don't miss an episode. Also, remember that if you'd like to support the show, you can find information on how to do that at thisismonsters.com forward slash support. Thanks again. No. Good boy. Keep your hat on, pet. Why? We're playing dinner at the North Pole, remember? So we need to wear our big warm coats inside. When it comes to food or heat, many families will face impossible choices this Christmas. Please support the St. Vincent de Paul Annual Appeal. Donate locally or at svp.ie. Thank you. Life's full of things we can't depend on. Like the Irish weather. Predictably unpredictable. When you're cutting it fine, but the tractor in front is out for the day. No winner of this week's you-know-what. So much for Lucky 7. But some things you can depend on. Like in home heating. Emo, Jones Oil and Campus Oil are now Certa, Delivering the same warmth to your home now and into the future. For home heating you can depend on, see CertaIreland.ie. Let's have a look at today's lineup. There's a strong Dunn Stores influence from top to bottom, starting with selected boxes of bottled beer and cider like Heineken and Bulmers from just 18 euros 72 cents. 
Half-price Pringles are a very welcome inclusion indeed. 10 or 50 grocery vouchers doing their bit at the till as usual. All that's left to do now is enjoy the football. Dumb stores. Always better value. Terms and conditions apply. Voucher can be used on next grocery shop of 50 euro or more. Voucher excludes alcohol. Please drink sensibly. What's better than free money? How you choose to spend it, of course. Right now, open a new CQ checking account and we'll give you $250 to spend however you like. Upgrade those headphones, splurge on concert tickets, or maybe upgrade to ad-free streaming. The choice is yours. And extra cash is in all this credit union offers. Do your banking, build credit, and invest in your future. All with CQ. Visit CQMD.org today. That's S-E-C-U-M-D.org today. What's better than free money? How you choose to spend it, of course. Right now, open a new CQ checking account and we'll give you $250 to spend however you like. Upgrade those headphones, splurge on concert tickets, or maybe upgrade to ad-free streaming. The choice is yours. And extra cash is in all this credit union offers. Do your banking, build credit, and invest in your future. All with CQ. Visit CQMD.org today. That's S-E-C-U-M-D.org today.